0: We're learning about the halachas of davening. So, we spoke last time about the importance of where to daven as davening in the shul. What I want to talk about tonight is the place where a person is meant to daven. And there are a number of interesting halachas which are brought down in in Gemara and recorded in the Shulchan Aruch regarding how a person is meant to daven. So, the first thing we're going to talk about. Is where a person should daven. that's brought down in the Gemara and Pasuk again in the And that is a person is not allowed to daven standing on anything, he has to stand daven on the floor. Whereas, to daven on a chair or on a table or on a bench or on a platform, it's also awesome. um, it's uh, anything which is does not be particularly high, even but any raised surface is also to daven on that. And the question is, why then. is there an davening on, on, on any kind of a platform, any raised surface? Um, which would include davening on the branch of a tree or davening on the top of a wall. In any of these cases, the gemara says a person can't in there. There are two different reasons which are brought. The one reason which is brought is because the person scared he's going to fall off. And therefore he might be balanced on something precariously and he's scared of falling off it. And that will take away his kavana from davening because he's worried about, he's worried about falling off wherever he's standing on. That's one reason which is brought. The other reason which is brought in the Rishonim is a certain geyser. A person that kind of promotes himself and stands above, on a higher surface, clearly he's trying to uh, raise himself more. And if that's the case, that would be awesome. No, sure. So no. the band- uh, That's uh, not the way to get close to Tashim, not you to see. Uh, and uh, therefore, there's a problem in davening on a raised surface. Many times in shuls, some shuls, the bima is up on a raised surface. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Very good. Yes, we're yeah. going to talk about the bima. The is very interesting. Now, so first, what's the difference between these two spheras? So, the one is that the Shulchan Arachim himself says that if a person's unwell or elderly and therefore he wants to, he's lying on a bed, and he wants to, it's easier for him to stand on the bed than to stand on the floor. So, he says, on the bed like that for a choyle etzimata. Now, obviously, there you, you would still have a khashash, so you might be scared of falling off, but he's not standing there because of Gaiva. He's standing there because of necessity. He doesn't have a kayak to move, and the Shekhanar says that's mutter. So, can you hear the Shekhanar understood the main reason was the reason of Gaiva? But the police can also bring the second reason being the reason of... the second reason being the reason of uh, that person's skin is going to fall off, and therefore they say that if the place he's dabbling has barriers around it, or walls around it, but then he's not saying he's going to fall, then it wouldn't be a problem. <coughs> now, uh, that's because it's uh, wrong to daven on an uplifted platform, whereas really the ideal place to daven is brought in the post-germ, that uh, the, especially the tibur should stand in a place which is lower than the rest of the tibur. And then from to you Hashem from the depths, and therefore uh, he should stand somewhere lower than the tibur. The even with Daik, the the Lashna of Chazal in the Mishnah is always, when it talks about the person who is going to be the chazan, it always talks about the person who is Yared Lifneya Teva. He goes down in front of the teva because he has to take a step down. The place, the Omud, where the chazan stood was a step down. It's interesting, I haven't seen any shul today, kimat, which has a, a, the place for the chazan to stand, which is lower than the rest of the table. You could the it's no, it's, a shul, it's a, I haven't seen any shuls which do that. It's brought in the face, game. That the Chazan should stand lower than yeah, everybody wow, else. Just like a, little, a, little a little bit, bit yeah. Yeah. I think I think wrong. The next question is going to be, and this is spoken like about the Bema. Because, especially about the Sfadin, the Minag is the Chazan stands in the Bema. And the Bema was raised, even today in the old Chosen Swas they have a raised Bema. Uh, was that Mutz or Asr, Elsistin? <coughs> so, the post give an interesting din. And they say that a place which is considered a Mokkum Befne atma, you know, there's <laughs> 10 high and it's 4 by 4, it's a separate Roshosh It's like a different room. And therefore, just like no one said, it's also the oven on the 10th floor of the building because I'm way off the ground, because in the area where I am now, that's the floor. So if a person is in a separate room and that's the floor of the room he's in, that's considered the floor. And therefore, they say that a or which has walls around it and is a big enough size, so there's no chashash is going to fall off because there's the walls. And it's a separate mockum, it's a separate mockum, and therefore... Um, it's considered he's allowed to dive in it, just like ladies are allowed to dive in Lashen, which might be raised above the devil, it's a separate room. And in some shuls, where they make platforms for so them in their own, like in, in Ponovich for example, other shivers, where they have these, where is it, where is for the chazen? No, not for the chasen, for people to sit there. They have these huge oh, platforms, which, are like a, no, it's not a paranchel, it's a, it's a <laughs> flat platform, which covers, which goes above everywhere, so they have two and layers balcony. of people, like a in, balcony inside the basin of the so that's also motive for the same reason. It's big enough and has its own walls, and therefore, and therefore that's considered a place you can in. Whereas if you want to have those two conditions, it's not big enough to be a Malkam for the and it doesn't have walls, then you have a problem. Then it's also. there. And therefore, those places where they want the Chazan to stand on a small platform for the Chazan, uh, which isn't big enough to have these dimensions, that would be awesome. And then it says that <coughs> it says they have a separate rishos. Um, that's what, what, therefore what's a big kasha is, like by the Hasidim, they have these branches which is like it's like stands, it's like, so each one's a few steps, and then it's the next level down, the next level down. So the Dalmish manashim, that would be a real issue, because... In, in, in MetLife Stadium, by the... Enough of a mockum that it's a mockum, it's okay? Right. If it's very narrow, then it's a problem, because when a person's is dominating, on an omud, on something which isn't in the ground, and that's a problem. Now, obviously, davening on the side of a mountain is okay, because that's the ground. The ground just happens to slope. Whereas when you build something above, so to speak, then it becomes a problem. So that's the first thing, uh, um, where to daven, and that is not to daven on a raised surface. Bleachers, the bleachers. Bleachers, the English, bleachers, the Yiddish, that would be a problem, because if it's are not doing it wide enough, mm-hmm. so that would be considered davening on the raised area. Mm-hmm. And now what's brought in, this is a, a big Hiddish. And that is that if uh, the mishpura brings us, and that is in the shul where they're building they're building the shul, so they're in the middle of building the bema. so they've built the platform and they haven't built the walls around it yet or the sides of the bema. So is the is the they ask you, is the gabay of the shul an answer down around the bema? because for the requirements for it to be a macham bifnatim just tend ten which doesn't the, the, the walls for that and to present to, to be something a person won't fall off, so it needs the walls. So. The khair, if that's the case it should be that it should be also for the shamash or the Gabi to stand there until they finish building it and mr is tied to be matir, and he says that uh, it's since it's considered uh, his, it's considered his job to stand in the bi so therefore it's the head of him to stand there which is an interesting kind of attitude because uh the is something which would be easy for him to get off it's not like it's difficult like an Oman who's working is one of those found a building site and then to get down. Over here, it's like a step off, wouldn't be so hard, but in the Prima garden, which is called Mishibura, brings the heta for that too. Normally we say that it needs to be a separate reshust and have walls around it, so it's not a place the person is going to be afraid of falling off in order to die. That's the first than, thing. 4x4 four four this Bible? No, it wasn't 10 tfaqim hai. That's the 4x4 um, and 10 tfaqim hai. It has to be a reshust 15 hatsma. 4 by four. First thing regarding uh, where a person can stand, the Gaudi Heights. The second, then, is where a person should stand, the can be the place in the shul. So we have two Gemaras. The one Gemara tells us that a person should dive in facing a wall. We you know that a person should, like we have Mekhizke wa when he wanted to dive in, he faced, to turn to face the wall, and therefore a person should dive in facing a wall, which in most shuls, if you have a big minion, is not that practical because there isn't enough wall seats, so to speak, for the whole shul to dive in facing a wall. So first? what's the reason for it? And it's brought down, the reason for it is because there's it, it, it nothing to distract the person. I mean, in other words, the person has, is facing something which doesn't move, and there's nothing to get in between him and the wall, so then nothing will distract him. And that's the okay. case. So it doesn't have to be specifically the front wall of the shul. Any wall or pillar in the shul can do the same thing. If a person's facing a wall, it's not going to be distracted. And it's brought down, not only that, but even a bookcase. Or anything kavua, a piece of furniture which is big enough that he's facing it, and then it's, it's blocking any distractions, would have the same magnitude. too. Uh, that's, uh, therefore, it's brought that a person shouldn't have anything between him and the wall. Is the the is supposed to be shocked? And what is it, the distraction? Okay, Burra asks, Why is the motto to use a stander when you daven? Because now you've got something between you and the wall. Uh, I have so. So a headset. Say. So, so, he asks, why is the motor? And he says, the, khara, the reason why it's motor is because the stander is a third Tafila. I use it to hold my tillers, I can see where I'm davening, so it helps me down and doesn't defeat my davening. But to defeat that, other things which wouldn't be necessarily uh, something which is helping my t'fira and couldn't feel my t'fira facing a clock or facing a picture or something like that if something, if something could distract me, that would be an issue what's also brought in the is, is other things uh, sort of, uh, like Balchay, uh, an animal or something else whatever it's going to be between me and the wall is something which could distract me and the obvious uh, example also would be, what about other people and if that's the case, what does it do in the shul, as well, like we said, there's more people than there's seats for the wall. So by definition, you're going to be, be standing behind, uh, a lot of people will be standing behind other people. So there are more brings that other people want going Other people are not considered a He says even though other things, animals or things like that would be a chatzitzah, this is nearly the other men are chatzitzah. Hence, uh, So what about tables? It's <laughs> so a the table which is being used, like I to hold the seat. That could be a tzarechatvila. But if you're uh, it, but could be uh, uh, now. Uh, but if but if it's not something which I'm using, and it has a dimension of uh, something which is, like we said, ten high, which means it's a separate space. It becomes a so that is stick to me in the wall. Okay, so then it's us uh, talk about it's in facing the wall directly. Either way around, the person oh. can bring this as a din it's not a ma'akith. And if a person asks asked the question, shall I rather daven like in a side room facing the wall, or daven in the shul, without facing the wall, it's obviously better to daven in the shul. Or daven in the ma'akim with with the rabim, then be ma'akib and finding a place where a person could daven facing the wall. And like I said, if, even though the higher people would be someone which would disturb somebody, there are more breaks down than a person. The and therefore davening behind another person isn't a problem. With two exceptions. And this is another deal in the Gemara, and there is a person can't daven behind his rav muvak or behind the god of Ladar. Somebody is mukhriv to mukhabit. And what's the reason for that? So there's two different reasons brought in the Rishanim with a very, very big between them. The one reason which is brought by a person who can't daven behind his rav muvak is because you might retire him. Because if the rav's finished and wants to take three steps back and the Talmud is still davening, so you're going to have to force him to wait for you to finish. And if we not to marry him, you don't have to have him behind uh, you. And directly behind right. you? directly behind him. Right. No, within four arms. Um, four arms? Because you can't walk four arms in front, uh, front of someone with a w. It's only a step, so. if someone's divorced from his head, you can't walk into his four arms. So if the Talmud is within four arms of the rabbis, the rabbis can't walk backwards. Then what, why, why just the rabbis? Anybody else? Anyone else? You don't know, have a key of not to marry them. I'm not to do it. I don't want to, to discomfort him by making him have to wait for me. That's the one reason he's brought down. The Gemara, Rashi, the Gemara brings a different reason, and that is because we're scared that if, if it's his Rav we respect, so we scared that it looks like he's bowing down to his Rav. He's dying off behind him. He's been nearing Kamishlach of the and there's a big difference between the two Shetas, and that is if I'm more than four his back. Because if I'm more than four on his back, then there's no problem. He has room to move backwards. And I'm not going to interfere with him, but there's still the problem of Ne'erke Mishtachel with the Even though he's so far back, it'll look like he's bound. He's directly in front of me. Um, now, that's, but we don't pass him like that. So we pass on like the like that. The eke is because that's him, and therefore to stand more than four Amas behind him, so he has room to move back. If they aren't going to have four Amas, would will be Motzah. And now the obvious question is, and it really is addressed by the Ramah, that is what's going to happen in the Shul. All the seats are taken except for the line behind the row. Like, how's it going to work? And therefore, he says that in the shul where the makoyam is ku'ud, there's no problem diving behind the robe. Because someone is to dive in there. And therefore, it doesn't look like anyone is doing mishtachavir to him, especially because it's a seat. Like in reality, someone has to stand there. So it's, not, it's only if a person, like say, you're diving at, like, at a chasn or an open place with the aren't set seats, and someone chooses to dive in, that's behind the robe, then it might look like he's a uh, mishtachavir. But if it's a set seat, like all the seats, everybody in every seat is being mishtachavir, it doesn't look like he's doing something different. Which looks like he's doing Mishtachav with the rabbi. Does it have to be his Makam Kaboor? Does it have to be his Makam Kaboor? Or that generally the Shul has Makam Kaboor? The Shul has Makam And so therefore, people are allowed to sit in every seat. People sit and, and he his seat behind the rabbis, but it's only he confined. That's fine. That's okay Because five. it's a set seat, it doesn't look like. And that's interesting because that answers the question of it doesn't look like he's doing Mishtachav specifically in the rabbi, he's just sitting in a regular seat. Mm-hmm. What about the other reason? The reason being Mitzarim. So uh, there are more doesn't talk about that. It's an interesting thing. But can you if a person knows that, uh, that would still be an issue. So it's, it's hard to understand how there are more heads. And that is that the set seats in the show, someone is to dive in there, or the plan here, because someone to dive in not going to dive in that long. And this would be an issue. I was wondering, if this, as a bahka, if this is a bacha, but this din is din In other words, once we say the set seats in the show, it's mutlachat khadkhila to there, or not mutlachat khadkhila, it's better to avoid it. But but he has, if there's nowhere else to sit it's not also awesome because someone someone is to sit there. When I was in yeshiva because my seat was mamish behind my roving kol Torah was the meshkeikh so I sat like mamish within our ba'amaz of him right behind him. It. Be it. be it. So osir is it what we did the chachira to sit here because there's the but is that a b'di'avad is that the So he told him to sit So once I was this matter i matter so can you i calling on Nachal that. Once that the din of the, also the is Akhari Raboy, is definitely in a place where a person is specifically making a, doing something to show he's sitting behind his rabbi. But in a case where that's the layout of the how the seats work and it's a seat where someone has to sit, that wouldn't be also. It's also brought down the same halacha that a person can't sit next to his rabbi, or in front of him. That's for a different reason. the are not being him. That's the a gaiva. If a person can start like, standing next to Someone who considers more important than him, it's like he's considering himself an equal, that's <coughs> not the right thing either. And again, here you have the, the, the svara of the ramah. And there is if the set seat, so someone has to sit there. Then that's, that's not something which is necessarily a a guy, but that a person is taking a seat for himself. Okay. So that anyway, that's the denim of that's the denim of 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 davening next to, in front of, behind one's rav. There's a shayrit as opposed to the father as well. Mm-hmm. And if it does, it will be a big question because. Most times, the father wants his son to sit next to him, he wants to watch what they're doing. And if there's a problem of being being misfiled next to one's father, just like it's a problem being mispelled next to one's rav, so then, has a fast first man to sit next to his children? Elohim, <laughs> you're going to stand it around the same matter. And then is that is the sadi issue, where the seats, and if someone's going to sit there, it wasn't, so then, the charetz mutter. And if it's not in the set seats, it's in a place where you're just, you're just sitting, dabbling in whatever the case might be, at a chasnor or something to put us together, so then, chalabi. If a person wants to make a zara, he should make sure that he's sitting a bit ahead of his children, they can still see them, but it's like a mashul, like a bit ahead of them. So that you don't have this thing that is, it's considered that uh, it's considered next to him. about being the idoy. <laughs> so he shouldn't be behind him. There's a problem with tar is any behind him. Wait, right. uh, um, under. But the dinim of standing which level to stand and where to face and where is the to sit and um, I want to talk about two Malachas and we'll just finish this category of places with motive to stand or not in davening and this is a Gemara and it's a big Makhlaqus in Rashi we have to read the words of the Gemara, what the Gemara says and the Gemara says that a person shouldn't daven a khori basicness. a person shouldn't daven a khori behind the shub and uh, not only that, the Gemara gives uh, a very strong warning for a person who does. The Gemara says it's better to walk behind a lion or, or walk behind even a, a, a lady, which might cause him heriria vera. But that can raise even worse. And the Gemara told the story about Yahweh, his fans are doing it and he killed him. Um, now, what's concerning heriria So, uh, it's interesting, there's a big machlaicus between. Rashi and Tosis, what the words mean. So let's let's assume just for to, to explain the concept, and to explain the two opinions. Dr. Like the We will assume that the shore is facing east, and the daughter to is on the west, which is how all the shows were built in Europe, most parts of the. world, where the entrance shul was on the east, so the is on the east, the, the daughter to on the west. So the one she the first shi. Rajishit is a chari means that a person's at the back of the shul, which means he's on the west. But instead of facing the same direction everyone in the shul is facing, which means facing east, he's facing west. So he's standing outside the shul, facing the wrong way. Outside the is in the shul? No, he's outside the shul, he's at the back of the shul, but he's not facing the same direction as the shul, He's facing the opposite direction. So the zakhari means he has his back to the shul. As his back to the shul. Because he's uh, out, out, out of the shul, facing the opposite direction, and that's uh, why. Is it what's so bad about that? Because it looks like he's diving to something else. Everyone's diving this way, and he's diving that way, and therefore it looks like he's not be to the same uh, to the same machine Everyone else is been spiral to, and that's what's so bad about it. Um, that's, so a eshem means that the back of the shul is back to the shul, whereas whereas I don't know, it's also to do. Whereas if a person be standing at the back of the shul and facing the shul. So then, of course, it's better to be inside the shul, but if you're still facing the same direction as the shul, then it's not so bad, because you're diving in the same direction as everybody else. So, for example, when people, when that had grown and they wanted to dive outside in the shul, the back of the garden, as long as they're facing the direction of the shul, it wouldn't be a problem of a Now, that's the one shit. The other shit is that a Baisa means on the east of the shul. In other words, in front of the Arun Kodesh, in front of the front wall of the shul. And then what's the problem then? A person's facing the same direction as everybody's is davening, but he has his back to Arun Kodesh. So he's a based basicness, which means he's in front. He, his his back is to the shul, on the other side of the shul, and that's a problem. So what's the person meant to do then? If he's facing forward like everybody else, his back to Arun Kodesh. If he turns around, he's facing the opposite direction to everybody else. And therefore, it's better to avoid it. Turn down in front, in, 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 on the side of the shul, in front of Arun Kodesh, because then you have a problem. Which way are you going to face? You are talk about that. There's Mishnah talks about the eighty section, but in the meantime, we're talking about outside the shul. Now sometimes this is practical. Sometimes the shul's full and the person can't hear. So you just, say, but there's a window in the front. He so thinks if I go in the front, I'll hear the chazan from the window. Well, if you want to go here, the chazan or he chazal that's fine. But to daven from there is a big problem, and that's what the shul knows. So the person must avoid it either way around. What what you meant to do? You don't mean to daven with your back to so the shul. You don't mean to daven opposite direction to the table. And if it's better not to daven. Uh, on the side of the front of the shul, because where we, we is the problem. Either way around, how are you going to stand? To your back is not to the heichal, but off to the side. Let's say the, the arn kodesh takes up the middle ten feet. It's not up like to the heichal. It's the direction. I have my back to the shul. To just, arn no, 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 no. Same. Not to the arn kodesh. So why is you you? When you're sitting, when you're standing in the east, and your back is to the shul, you're facing east. Which sheet here is that? Rashi is talking about when you're in the west. Right, the reef. Either way around. That is the problem that um, with the, uh, you're reading. So the shita that having, that the problem is the front of the shul, having your back to the shul. So the better option would be to face, turn around, and face the shul because you know you're back to the shul. Even though he's now facing the opposite direction to everybody else, which is a different problem. He's looking. He looks like he's diving in the opposite direction. So therefore, the shul says it's really the And the commissioner explains that that it's better not to. Um, not to daven in the east of the shul, avoid it. Then you have a problem. Which way to daven? Now, there's one. Uh, there's one exception to this, and that's what's and that's brought down in the post already, and then shochet says it as well. And that is if he's on the outside, so to speak, the shul is a building. He's standing outside the building in the front, but if the shul borders another building, that's how the, there's a shared wall between the shul and another room on the other side of the shul, and the persons and the person's davening in the other room then there's no problem because it's not nikah that back to the shul this is a separate room it's so only when you see the shul and you see him but he's back to the shul that you have a problem which if you see it, davening one he's in a different room you can't see from that room that he's back to the shul it looks like a separate room so there's not a zilzul to the shul that he has his back to the shul and therefore uh, let's say a room in front of the shul which is a separate room a person can dive in facing the right direction, it is not called a up to the shul, it is back to the shul. And uh, Mishavura adds over here that there were those places where they used to build the azish nashim in the front of the shul. Normally they build the azish nashim in the back of the shul or higher up. Sometimes, on the layer. Right, sometimes they used to build the azish nashim in front of the men, obviously, and they used to stand in front, And what, which way they used to the face. Because if they're going to face forward also, they're going to have their backs to the Arun Kodesh. And there it's brought up. It's a separate room. There's slash room, It looks like a separate thing. It's not a... That's the okay. case. So there's no problem. It doesn't look like a person has his back to the shul. Similarly, if a person has a friend, his, his house is next door to the shul and he wants to daven in his own living room, he can face the right direction. It doesn't look like he's davening with his back to the shul. This then would only apply in a case where a person is standing... Well, you can see the shul and you can see him as, a, as staying with his back to the shul as opposed to um, in, in a separate place where you don't notice him either was having his back to the shul. That's a... There
1: so was the women as, will be facing
0: the shul. Sorry? The women, will face the, shul. the women will face away from the shul because it's a separate room. It's a separate okay. room. They, they can face the right direction. you line. Uh, even though it, because not called it backs back to the shul because when the room they're in it looks like they're in a separate place oh, they could have the seats facing the shul just for Shmanesra yeah we're talking about Shmanesra they You can have everything uh, facing and also there were those Rebels who had their private office that they used to dive in eh? uh, 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 like there was a vision or whatever it was they didn't want to dive in so if, if the room would be in front of the shul it would the same thing if it's a separate room they would have to face the same direction because it's not considered that it's backs to the shul and on your topic of a back of the shul, there's one more interesting halacha like to talk about, and that is that it's brought in the Gemara also that in a place where there's only one shul and only one minion, a person can't go past the shul while they're in it, because then it looks like he's dive and not to the zibbul. And if a place with lots of shuls or lots of minion him, so it's not a problem. You you're not going to the shul, you're going to the next shul. you may be in the 30 minion, maybe you're in the later minion. But if a place with that, that's the only minion, and a person is walking around outside the shul, so then it's Nikka, that Akili doesn't want to join the minion. he's not He's not joining with Dabing B'tzibur. Uh, it's not so practical in most places in the world today, but it's the and they have these resorts or hotels or whatever it is, now only have one minion on the premises, so there's nowhere else to dive in. If you want to dive in B'tzibur, so that's the case. If person has to, uh, can't, if dare he ideally should be diving with B'tzibur. Even if for some reason he didn't, uh, he would go up early and dive in it, so whatever the case might be. But you can't wander around outside the show, everyone else is diving, because you have this Iser, and it's also awesome to be, unless there are three exceptions given, and that is unless it's clear that a person is doing something which you can't be mustered from, which gets understood why he's wasting his time outside, he's doing something. as brought he's carrying something as like a, as a porter or he's riding his animals and bringing things up and down. Whatever the case is, then it looks like he's also got something as opposed to just doing nothing and not participating in the tibur. No he's wearing Always wearing tiburus. Because every tiburus is a tiburus. The dinner of a is the dinner of a basic messes, because all these resorts or hotels yeah. don't have shuls, they just decide to dominate in this room. Yeah, that's so yeah, tiburus. It's a place where the is tibur, davening. Yeah, that's a place where people are davening, but it's a place where that's the I minyan yeah, and he's not part of that. And, uh, ...which is brought down, and there is a person who shouldn't daven, the like Gemara says, within two p'sachim of the shul. And what does that mean? So there's a big is what, what how you read the words. Uh, the way Rashi explains it is that a person has to walk the size of a p'sach is four ammas, and therefore a person shouldn't daven within eight ammas of the door of the shul. And what's the reason for that? The person... Eight, sorry, you have eight p'sachim of the door of the shul, and the reason for that is because it's like he's hanging around the back just to wait to go. And we don't want people to feel that the silver is like shill is the kind of thing if you're just desperate to get out of the, you know, hold it, have a hand in the handle for the last cottage to finish so we can run. And therefore, a person's going further into the shul, so it doesn't look like he's ready to run, so to speak. Um, that's the that's the this, the first the first opinion. But then again, uh, the, the same remark. It says that's only if a person's like waiting there just because he wants to be next to the door. Whereas if they set seats in the shul, and it's a full shul, so there's a row of seats next to the door. So people are allowed to sit in the last throat. That's a mock and cover. I'm not sitting there because I want to get out quickly. I'm sitting there because that's my seat. That's the one shih The other is that a person shouldn't have and takes shape Pesach into the shul isn't talking about the presence, it's talking about time. Which means a person when he comes into shul should wait the amount of time it takes him to walk to the Shire Pesach before he starts to dab. Before he starts to dab. And why? Because the... Uh, the, the 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 best way to work on appreciating Davening or focusing Davening is. He says, as the boy in the mice, come to Shul, he said, and wait a minute before you start. When a person starts and you take the beholder and you take the, the rush of trying to get it, and I've got to run to Shul, I'm late, I have to come to Shul, and at the same time finish to Zimra, whatever it is, it puts a person into a state of mental disarray, so you can't have anything. He doesn't think. It's just like he's thrown into the davening. in mean, the tumult of everything else. And therefore he doesn't collect his thoughts. Whereas the person comes to shul and waits. And waits. For, 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 obviously, for a minute. Before he starts to daven, it really gives him the chance to prepare for the tefillah mentally and to ready himself that I'm going to daven. And it changes the tefillah. It's about the and Mishanim that he used to wait an hour before davening. That's really a lot. That's, that at least a minute. gives the person a certain hachana uh, for the tefillah. You know, it gives the person a chance to prepare themselves therefore the Gemara says you shouldn't daven as soon as you walk into Shul that's, really, that's davening we take the, the, the rush of getting to Shul and the person's thoughts aren't c- collected he's not thinking what he's saying the other person should stop and wait and then prepare to, 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 to daven and it changes the Tfilah and it's interesting it's not just about Tfilah we find this it's we find this by Shabbos also there's a dent to be Makabal Shabbos and the Britsker used to say the way to, what it means to be Makabal Shabbos is not that i run and run until the last hour. The shabbos arrived. That's, I'm finished, and I'm waiting, preparing to makabel the shabbos. Then there's a dogma. If I'm having guests, and I'm really throwing a table tablecloth trying to set the place of prayer, coming some piece of it's not going to make the, of the guests. That's mitoch the rush of trying to get everything ready. When I first have, everything's ready, and now I can wait to, for the guests to arrive so I can if, re- greet him properly. So it's the same thing. There's a, when it was a din to make something. So then, it's not mitoch what I'm doing to prepare. It's when I finished preparing, so now I prepare myself. The next step is I'm waiting to greet the guest. The first group, he says, al He said, every Shabbos, when you finished, ready for Shabbos, he to go and wait in his balcony for a few minutes before he went to Shul. He went to the Shabbos. And the same thing about Davini. If Davini is being a couple of Pnei so you're not meant to race into the, into the idea of being so a couple of Pnei so The same thing, the ability that a person has to first stop and prepare, I'm now ready to daven. I'm waiting to, to greet the Shkhinah, so to speak. It sets a certain tone, a certain mindset, which tells the person the have is davening also.